evening. Evening, evening. You're late. Oh, oh. Sorry. Bit of a bit of a cue at the old co-op. Got a good bit of mackerel though. Can I give you a bit of mackerel? No, thanks. Can we get started? What the horse is? Fancy gin and tonic? No, thank you. Did you see Bake Off? Yes. Shocking, eh? You wouldn't have believed it if you hadn't seen it. We've got something special today. I'm quite excited. Chapter 1, Book 7 of the Magic Castle series. Can't say I've heard of it. Really? It was a big deal about ten years ago. I was a fan. The initial book sold very well. Uh, Derek Jacobi read Oh, excellent. Good old Jackie. Maybe we'll get him in for this one. Do you want me to give him a call? No, they've come to us to finish the saga because the books haven't been selling. I, I guess the author lost her knack or something. They couldn't afford Jacobi. Oh, oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, so it's high fantasy, elves, wizards and things. Can we give it a shot? Yeah, let's go. let's have a go. <coughs> Ready? Oh yes, yes, go on then. <coughs> and three, two, one. Presents the gloomy room. By Nicholas Prince. Just say something now and... I think it's recording. Hold on. There we go. Sorry, George. I didn't switch on. Oh, you're kidding. I thought that was a pretty good take. Yeah, this isn't working. Didn't get any of it. Let me just try... It's the desk, I think. I, I can record, but I can't get spit out any of the sound effects. Oh, oh dear. Oh no. Hold on. The power light's on. Mulberry. 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 I've got that effect. Oh good. Mulberry. 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 It's completely shot. Bloody hell. Do we need to get someone in? Or? We haven't got time. Damn it, I was meant to email this thing this evening. Mulberry, 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 Mulberry. Blueberry, Mulberry, Mulberry, Mulberry. Anything I can do? We're just gonna have to wing it. Do you know the Vivaldi? Of course. What do you mean, wing it? It's gonna make a start, we'll have to, you know, go for it. Alright, okay. Go on then. Oh, right, sorry. Okay. <clears throat> Icos Audiobooks presents Magic Castle, Book 7, Foxfire and Gnomewood. Keep going, keep going. By Priscilla de Coolidge. Read by George Livington. The battlefield of Dortho Pass. The Galithians had won, but barely. Under the leadership of Queen Bilbrith, the races of the Galithian Alliance had smashed the war horde of Kranglix, the Unstoppable. But the wolf riders of Yorg had arrived at the last moment, bolstering Kranglix's army. Even with the magic of Mage Master Timple, the battle had been costly. Many great paladins had been lost. Nevertheless, it was over now. The magic castle had been saved for another year. It's going to be like this the whole way through. Like what? Well, all dumpling and scrabble and lumpy. What? Well, nonsense, you see? Oh, well, well it's, it's high fantasy, so 
Yeah. Right. I might need your help with one or two of the words, then. You've done all right so far. Zalvandra sat in the middle of the battlefield on the metal chestplate of a hulking ogreborn. She surveyed the chaos around her, bodies of humans and orcs mostly, but other Galithian races too. The water elves with their blue swords, the grumbly men in their big leather, the chiply rawthons and their catapult rock-tied war crushers. Christ, the sounds of conflict echoed in her mind. The clash of sword on armour, the whistle of arrows through the air, the bang of cannons, the squelch of mud, the screech of jaguar lords, the thundering of elephatones, the blubbering of the draco cloops. Zala wept, all of this death and destruction. The Galithian wars had raged on too long. The necromancy trolls were becoming more powerful each day. They had launched deadly attacks on the ancient cities of Tithli Minark and Safe Raven. She had to find a way to stop it. Find a way to defeat Kranglix, the Lich Lord, with his single giant eye that saw all invisible things. She called her winged horse Pibifrax, using the enchanted flute she had been given by the good fairy Blith... Siglin. My Arthur Sugar. It is? Yeah, she's the protector of Greenshire. Zala saved her from the Clorock of the Unburned Flame in Book 4, Rise of the Uprising. Oh, that's so. Yeah, so do it again. My Uthsugan. She called her winged horse, Pibifrax, using the enchanted flute she had been given by the good fairy, My 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 Uthsugan. My Uthsugan. My. My. Uth. Uth. Sugan. Sugun. She called her winged horse Piggy Franks, using the enchanted flute she had been given by the good fairy Mai Uth Sugun. Okay. Yeah, you got it. You got the horse's name wrong, but. Oh, good lord. Did I? Sorry. Shall I, uh. It was close now. Don't worry. Okay. Zala soared away from the death and destruction at Dortho Pass. She passed over the Crystal Mountains over the giant pigeon nests of Fatralga, over the grassy plains and little houses of short, hairy man-town, where she had battled beefy no-shoes the dwarf-stabber. Dwarf-stabbing! On the horizon, the upside-down tower of Mage Master Timble. Here he spent the long years mastering the seven sacred schools of magic. Metal. Muck. Moist. Mist. Mint. Moth. Molasses. Without these essential elements... Nothing could exist. She perched her winged horse on the roof and jumped down the chimney. Frizzle! shouted Timble. Azala. That's an exclamation mark, George. Oh, yes. Freeze! shouted Timble. Azala burst out of his fireplace. He raised his hand and shot ice at her. It's me, Timple! Oh, oh. It's me, Timple! Zala shouted. Timple sucked his magic back in. Zala! You survived the battle! As did you, O oh wizard. I fear our casualties would have been much higher were it not for your moth magic. The wizard turned one of his many cats into a chair and offered it to Zala. I have already sent word to President Moth to thank her for the sacrifices of her people. Queen Bilbrith has begun preparations for a victory feast. Will you not attend? Not, I will. I have another quest. She reached into her pocket and pulled out her tattered map of Galithia. 
I plan to assassinate Kranglix and put an end to this dreadful war once and for all. I need you to use your map mind and show me where Kranglix is hiding. Timble guffawed. Ha 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 has long since mastered the art of disguising his power. I have no chance of finding him. Having said that, he's in Gnomewood. The wizard lifted his hands and chanted the ancient teleport spell. Tiptoe through the sunken vale, across the world like heaven's snail, and find the place you wish to be, the magic and the mystery. Do you make that up? No, it's from the first book. Oh. Zala materialised among the squat trees of Gnomewood. The canopy barely came up to her shoulders. She ducked down under the leaves and was immediately accosted by dozens of little gnomes in their bright latex outfits. Now, what on earth is this? What? Jimly Bimly Skidamly Kaloonly, it says. How am I supposed to read that? Exactly like that, I'd imagine. What is it? What does it mean? It's the gnomes say. The what? The language of the gnomes. Is that so? And the listeners can speak it, can they? Well, there's always an index in the back of the book. This is an audio book. Yeah, fair enough. Good point. Okay, let's record it now, and then I'll cut it in once we finish the book, and then the listeners can translate it for themselves. Really? Yeah, why not? Bit of extra fun. Just turn to the last page. Here, you mean? Yeah. Just from the top? Yeah, go for it. Gnome say glossary. Ambly. Yes. Atley. Hat. Bobbly, no. Cuply, cup. Daringly, daringly. Dingly, water. Dootly, tax inspector. Tax inspector? Why on earth? It was important in book three. Fair enough. Eggly, fish. Fishly, egg. Gorply, mother. Gurply, mother-in-law. Gurply, tubly. Mother-in-law joke. Hipply Scoopley, award-winning author, Cressida de Coolidge. Jimly Bimly, Scadamly Kaloonly. Hello. Loop Loop, serious fraud office. Noobly, onion. Noobly Bargy, onion Bargy. Quobbly, gnomes are the superior race. Rimply Doopley, you look stupid. Sippy Sippy Timbly, President Moth, Ropely. Please re-elect President Moth. Tooply Ploop, Gnomewood. Goodness gracious. <clears throat> Zimly Limly, Tatty No Bye Bye, Oop Oop, De Scroop. Cranglix the Unstoppable has taken over Gnomewood and has set a trap here to kill you and has secretly been working with Mage Master Timble. Right, that's all done. Okay, I'll cut that in at the end. Zala Nent. Zala knelt down amongst the gnomes. The guards raised their tiny swords, but she held up her hands in a gesture of peace. I come before you seeking information, she said. Rimly doopley, said one of the gnomes. Please, she said. I need your help. At that, a gnome with a big golden crown made of a thimble stepped forwards. It was the gnome king. He lifted his scepter in a grand gesture, and the gnomes broke into song. Give it a go. There's not a tune. We'll make it up. Gnomes are the superior race. Whoa-ho, whoa-ho. 
a ho-ho. Gnomes, 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 gnomes. Oh, quabbly, quabbly. We're gnomes, the mightiest gene pool, working together to create our perfect state. A place under the trees to be where all other species are beneath us. We're gnomes, the only pure bloodline. Humans and orcs and elves are our enemies all. Our race, under the trees, to be blue. And all other species are beneath us, gnomes. We build our big bomb, fire to burn the scum of the pixies away. And soon, Everywhere will be no wood To be blue, to be blue, to be blue You're all inferior Don't get delirious We are superior I'm being serious As the song ended, the Gnome King bowed deeply and spoke. Zimbly limbly tatty no bye bye oop oop to scoop he said And could you do a little sting or uh, right now? Yeah. That'll do? It will. You know, I read Lord of the Flies as a child. Lord of the Rings, you mean? Oh yes, Lord of the Rings. I read it a long time ago. And you wonder why these new authors bother. What? Well it's all been done, don't you think? With the silly words and made-up languages. The wars and that. And, you know, the desert island and the little piggy boy. Still thinking of Lord of the Flies. Uh, right. Well, I think the point still stands. When do you want to finish the rest of it? They wanted to hear the opening chapter first. It's sort of a test and we'll go from there, so I'll let you know. OK. Well, good show. <clears throat> It'll sound just fine with a bit of editing, I'm sure. I mean, if Jacoby did the first one, we need ours to sound just as good. So do make sure you put in the proper effects, okay, Ian? That was Magic Castle Book 6, Foxfire and Gnomewood by Chrisella de Coolidge, and read by George Lidington. Ian Icarus was the producer for Icarus Audiobooks. Follow us on Twitter at, at Icarus Audiobook, where this week one lucky follower will be given the antidote. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and try to get this week's secret word into it. The secret word is iconoclasm. Iconoclasm. Icarus Audiobooks. We fly at the government-mandated distance from the fun. Mulberry.